0: with the phone podcast where it is always time to get notified. tonight's episode is a special episode and i know everybody freaking says this but like it really is i got my first real interview um tonight uh with two members of the band bleed the masses dreadful rock was there and uh they were nice enough to leave us uh, about a minute and a half preview of an upcoming song of theirs so you know what would you have to say, John?
1: Get ready to rock.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because this band does kick some ass.
0: Indeed, indeed, indeed. So it was like a, about a 40-minute conversation um, just down at the local Denny's, everything. But uh, I'm not going to steal any more thunder.
1: This one's for all you metalheads out there. Listen up.
0: Indeed. All right. So we're just going to let this interview speak for itself. Not a lot of editing needed on this one, and that just speaks to how professional these two are. So without further ado, my interview with Bleed the Masses. Welcome to the intro of the podcast, folks. I'm just going to end, let them introduce themselves, say who you are, pass it down.
2: I'm Santa Claus.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Liar.
2: All I'm Mrs. Claus.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm Chris. And I'm Daniel. And we're with Bleed
0: the Masses. Yep. Alright. Interview on its way next. Stay tuned folks.
3: Alright, we're
0: recording We're recording again. Y'all can talk about whatever you want to. I just wanted to pull the full disclosure, the mic is on. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, we just talking about Ice Nine Kills. Yeah, their their latest album
2: was The Silver Scream, wasn't oh, it? Oh, dude, it's
3: so good. Yeah. It's um, so good.
2: I love it. Yeah, I love that their albums, their last two albums have been themed. Like, the last one was off of uh, horror movies. The one before that was off of uh, horror uh, novels and fiction and some non-fiction, too, actually. Every fiction book. Um, yeah, yeah, and there was a song on their newest album that was an homage to every album they had released prior to that. Um because I don't think the name the Silver Scream was in that song, was it?
1: Uh,
3: it may have been. I don't know for a fact. Now no, I'm gonna have
2: to play it back in my yeah, head. Hang on, on let me rewind too. the lyric machine.
1: I'm What song is it? I look at the lyrics fucking uh, slashing my way through the silver spring
0: that 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 makes the most that's sense. the that's american a, nightmare though yeah. slashing my
1: yeah. way yeah. Through, the through the golden age of the silver screen. The one that
3: was an homage to jaws
2: yeah. oh no yeah. that one is uh sorry we don't own any of this music yeah yeah it's <laughs> absolutely fine <laughs> it's like... we're all singing it horribly anyway, <laughs> so it's not like it's gonna be a carbon copy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get it from Weird
0: Al himself, but from Weir, Weird Al's uh, production company on Twitter, they followed me and gave me a thumbs up for yeah. using Don't Download This Song. Yeah! That's
3: so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We did, huh? Yeah.
2: Heck yeah, <laughs> moving up into the big time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that was a royalty-free, like, it,
0: like, he never took one cent for that except for when you hear him play it in concert.
2: Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> When did he release that song? I don't even remember when that was released. Oh man,
0: 03? Really? Uh,
1: that was off of the Straight of Loonaloon album.
0: Huh? Sorry. Oh, well, no. This is You're talking about the bendy table?
1: No, I was
0: going to say you could probably lay it down on the table and well, be just fine. I know what I'm going to have to oh, do. Right. Stuff, in yeah. stuff and things. Well, because my um, full going through, I have a POS phone. You just did it there. In where the salt went. On his back. In the, the back. Oh. In the there we go. Hopefully everybody can still be it. And
1: now we're sitting right here in the middle. Yeah. And that should do it.
0: All right.
2: it's not going to cut us out from back here.
0: Nah, it shouldn't as long as I turn the mic back around. Alright, let's do okay, that. Okay, do that. Cool. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, it's a very casual podcast, so, you know. One of those. Um, was talking about off mic uh, the process for um, the lead single, right? It is the lead single, Angela Mercy?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's the first single that we've released. Um, it'll probably be one of the only actual singles that we re- we released from the demo. Okay. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, once once the demo is fully done, mixed, and mastered, and all that good jazz, we'll probably release all of those songs on streaming platforms or what have you as yep. like a collection. But until then, I think the only song people will be able to get their hands on is yeah, Angel of Mercy.
0: All right, I guess uh, let's get to the blurbs, right? Um, Listen, the hard questions. Um, what do you think makes you stand out from other bands that are doing this right now?
3: Or oh, take that one? Uh, that's a heavy question. Yeah. I mean, where you can hear you can hear a lot I'm not gonna lie, you can hear a lot of the same sounds as other bands nowadays, you know, in our music. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like we work in a way collectively together, like with him and Chad at guitars and then me bringing it with the drums that just I don't know, I think it's more of the way we work together that brings
2: out something different than you hear. Right. right in other bands. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd say you hear the same sounds that you hear from other bands nowadays. Sometimes. I mean there's definitely elements that's from yeah, the other stuff in the mean. scene that we love. You that's know, what I mean. um, like all of us grew up listening to very, very different things, but also some similar things.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, you know, other than like Gregorian chants and, and uh, <laughs> you know rain dances, I think you can hear influences from just about everything we've listened to in our music. Right. Uh, Definitely. You know, with with me and Shad, we, we write off of each other. You know, one of us will come up with a riff, just like a ten second riff that sounds and like, ooh, that's we did a cool, you know. And then the other person will will hear that, and they'll be able to write another 10 second riff or 20 second riff. And we're able to just kind of continually build songs like that. Um, and recently, we've just uh, we've added a bassist that can really complement our style and can also build to that sound too. And I'm really you know. alright.
0: Pouring coffee. This is an audio format, so maybe y'all hear the sound of coffee. I don't know. <laughs> I hope they
2: do. I hope, I hope they right. can hear the liquid going into my
0: veins.
1: <laughs>
2: Coffee, sweet nectar of life.
1: Oh, what it's is the, Energon.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, energon. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, for full disclosure, we're recording at a denny's. So, what does everybody's cup say? Mine yeah, say says it's fry o'clock somewhere. That's where mine says. All right, that's that, That's terrible. Don't you wish on some mornings you could just inhale coffee like air?
2: Yes, actually. I wish that on every morning. Definitely.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wish
2: that there was a way to rig up like an automatic drip coffee pot in an IV and just have it running into me when I wake up in the morning. Mine says orange Orange juice. juice. He's drinking orange juice for the <laughs> listeners at <home>. all.
1: <laughs> it's because not he's not human.
2: no words for you. <laughs> he's actually right. a potato. So, yeah. what dreadful rock. is true. A little <laughs> disclosure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I oh, by
0: potato. the way, yeah. Dreadful rock is present. Say hi to the listeners. They haven't heard you in a while. I haven't killed you and put you in the basement or nothing. Yet. <laughs> killed? No.
2: Put in the basement? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh wow oh, i I can't follow that up. That was too wrong um,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, all right, so what is the name of the EP?
2: I don't think we have a solid title for it. Um, we do not we haven't we haven't settled on a, on an official title for it. I know what it says on our whiteboard. Okay. And it says "Bleed the masses," the D in quotation marks, because it's a demo. So we're gonna give everybody the D. Um, <laughs> right, right,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, right,
2: right. Well,
0: that kind of <laughs> that kind of brings up the sugar right? <laughs> like, a, like I still to this day wish that "Kill 'Em All" had been named "Metal
1: Up oh, Your right. It should have been. It absolutely should have been. Yeah.
2: But they probably never would have seen any sort of commercial success with that album. I know even even their commercial success at that time with that album was real little. But I don't think they would have ever been able to sell it if it was. America was super uptight about albums and stuff at that time. That was when the the censorship stuff with the parental advisory stickers was first coming into effect. All that. Good jazz. And Tipper Gore
1: was on yeah, rampage. Yep. 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 She just all tendencies, and I was born trial.
2: He's showing my age now, Daniel yeah, has no idea what's going on. Uh, he's like, who's Tipper Gore? I'm just listening.
1: <laughs>
0: for the listeners, yeah, the drummer is, like, all attentive to these stories because he has
2: no idea he wasn't around for it, right? He's He's... <laughs> Uh, you are the youngest member of the band now, huh? Yep. Yep. Youngest <laughs> member of the he band. He is the youngest member of the band. We're all old fogies. <laughs> yeah. I guess me and Shadow are old fogies, and Russ is pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. I mean. Alright. So, I mean, just
0: anything you want to talk about. I mean, I went, you know, we're going to be all over the place here. Sorry. That's alright, man. You know, I'm not sorry. <laughs> that's what editing <laughs> oh, is all that's about. That's yeah. But it's like, um,. I went to see Godzilla. Has anybody else besides Grateful Rock been to see Godzilla yet? Not yet. Not yet. Oh
1: man, it is awesome. Yeah. I heard it was supposed it to be good. It is definitely worth. Do I need to
2: see the previous Godzilla to actually enjoy it? Like the no. last Godzilla that came no. out? Okay. No.
1: It uh, recaps it pretty well. Okay. Cool. Yeah, then
2: I'm going to have to check it out, because the trailer looks sick.
1: So you don't have to see King Kong, you don't have to see Skull Island, and you don't have to see the other Godzilla to enjoy this movie.
2: Okay. It recaps
1: everything, and it just brings all those films together into one universe.
2: Is Jack Black in it? Because that would make me pretty happy. No, he is not in it. Shucks. All right. Jack Black is amazing.
0: Our food is arriving. We're going to take a bit of a break. Be back with you all in a minute. Thank you. Yeah. There's the sound of a skillet from Denny's. Oh, anyway, be back
4: in a minute. Yeah. There are 24 hours in a day. One third of the day is spent in bed. Now, why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, four months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value, plus they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep, thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable.
0: back live here talking to daniel of uh, bleed the masses uh, go ahead and start your story over if you don't mind sir
3: oh that's cool
0: no we were um i was just saying we
3: have a uh, we have out angel of mercy right now but uh as we're working on our demo we're getting our other tracks back and uh track we just got back not too long ago is, is pretty pretty heavy and it's the uh it's actually the first song we started working on together as a band. That's awesome.
0: That's always a
3: good feeling, right? I yeah, mean, man. Oh, I mean it's it's great. It's just I never thought I'd be doing this whole music thing with people I'm so close to as Chris and Chad.
0: Right. Right, right. And that's the that's the key. Like I mean, like every band says it and it sounds like a c- cliché, right? I haven't played guitar with my lead guitarist in 15 years but I'm telling you right now if he called me night and said listen man I need your help I'm there mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's yeah. like, it's one of those deals it's like yeah it's like I'm in a the family
1: mentality yeah
3: it's I'm it's a band family it's like I'm with my two best friends in the world just jamming out and doing what we love yeah <laughs> It's, it's That's just cool. awesome, man. It's the best, it's the greatest feeling in the world. There's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I've been, and actually, we've been a band, we've been doing this for maybe about a year and a half, a little over. Oh, man, super and, young. Yeah, yeah, and we're just big, big thing. I feel like big
0: things are coming. Um, from what I hear, as long as you don't give up, and that's the key right there, man, is just don't give up, don't don't, right, don't let it
1: mm-hmm.
0: give up, you know?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean,
0: if I, were, if
3: I were to have given up, then I just, I don't, I don't know where I'd be. I've, I've been drumming for almost 18 years, but I've only been doing the metal music since we started this a year and a half ago. Okay, so what were you doing before Just uh, what? You mean before I started just like... Doing metal, rock? I mean, just working, just going on with life, living day to day, hanging out with friends, playing video games, and now (laughs) it's literally work and then work again, but it doesn't feel like work when I'm with the band.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, that's how I feel about the podcasting thing too, like the... The, um, see, the, the like I said, um, off air, I'll say it here, the reason my band didn't work out was like 100% me, it was just like, there were things I could have done, I could have worked on it, everything else, but it became too much like work, so everybody just went and got a real job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
3: this, when I am with the band, it's, it doesn't feel like work, it never feels like work. It right. just feels like I'm jamming with my buddies, even when we play shows, it's just, okay, we're in front of people, but it's just practice. Yeah, <clears throat> we just keep striving to get better, whether it's practice show, whatever we're doing.
1: Yeah.
3: Huh. That's and all. I, I think everything. I think everyone's gonna see it through to the music that we have in store. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, from what I'm hearing and everything, that seems like I, that seems like way sooner rather than later. You know what I'm saying? It's like I mean, you've got a good demo there, and it's kind of hard to believe that it's just a demo in my humble opinion. <laughs> you mean as opposed to like
3: an album yeah. or a full release? I yeah. mean I'm not gonna lie, we, we went back we've been we went back and forth on whether we should do a demo, full album, you know, with just the ideas that have been bounced back and forth. Yeah. When we're playing and everything and just the amount of stuff that could be written. But I think I think a demos uh, well, I mean, a better in my opinion it's a bit better better choice
0: well
1: you know, I don't know
3: about the other guys obviously
0: but that's well I mean and I would concur with that Some, you know sensation or you know sentiment um it's because like I don't know doing it the other way just cutting an album before you cut a demo Uh, that's it's not respecting the process mm-hmm You know. <laughs> But, yeah. I mean
3: there are there are some bands out there I couldn't name any off the top of my head right now that uh that do release you know they'll have their full releases their full albums released instead of a demo and that's just how they go I just I like the idea of us releasing a demo you know just fewer songs than the full release obviously yeah, but uh, just because that gives everyone just a taste, it's like, oh man, yeah. if this is what we're getting now, what's going to come of the full
0: release? Right, and I also think it kind of, um, it also kind of like lets anybody in the industry know. Like, doing the demo first kind of lets everybody in the industry know that you're willing to learn, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. like, it doesn't, you don't come off as, like, well, we know everything and we can't be taught. Yeah. No, no, There's always,
3: man, no, there's so
0: much more we can learn.
3: I mean, like, when it comes to anything in the band, you know, from the business side and doing all that, dealing with industry stuff, all that, to, or just dealing with, you know, booking shows and all that. Yeah. to just play in our own instruments there's so so much we can learn yeah and it's just like i'm not a
0: master of my craft i'm not a master of trimming one one bit well right right well it's like um um uh, i hate to keep coming back to Lars or Ulrich rick of metallica here but like he's been saying it forever like i mean like, if you ever watch any demo with him like um like the thing you don't see is like five hours before the show he's in there uh relearning to do things because when the show's over he clears it out of his mind that's yeah. his process you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and in order to be able to get out there and do it he has to f- completely focus on it mm-hmm. so like he spends four hours before every show relearning every song because that's what he has to do yeah, I I understand that
3: with the whole relearning. Like he, the, oh my god, they have so much music, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so if he has to relearn certain songs, I get that. Like with us, it's just we have to. It's usually best. Like for us in that aspect, we have to have like the day before a show, we have to have a practice, you know, because it it just. Obviously, we have our, our, we get together every week, you don't have our practices, uh-huh. but we have to have a practice like the day before a show, because we need to make sure everything's just ready, prepared, and just ready to go for that show the next day, and it's like, okay, after that, we can be like, all right, we can relax now, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: See, I mean, and, you know... <laughs> It it, it keeps coming back to me because, I mean, obviously I've heard Chris talk about it a few times, like you guys have band meetings and everything like that. I aspired to the point of actually being able to have a band meeting. On paper, we, we did it, but it was usually just me and my guitarist, and like nobody else showed up. Not the bassist, not the drummer, like, you know, and I know you guys recently had to make a change, so, I mean, you know, what kind of process you know, would you use to make that change and still keep up the reason you Uh,
3: you mean as in like? Here, I'm gonna have... Let's have Chris answer that question.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna have you answer
3: this question. We've
0: been chatting for a minute. Yeah. We've been chatting for a minute, but basically what I was saying is, um, like a lot of bands tend to fall apart when you have to make a member change, which is kind of what happened to my band. Yeah. Alright? So, like, I mean... Was there a process to making
2: a band number change? Um, yeah, so we've... So me, Shad, and Daniel have been bleed-the-masses since the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, we started jamming in Daniel's garage. Or actually, it was in your back room, I think. It was, was the in first my back place room, and it practice. was in 2017.
3: The yeah. of, near the end of 2017,
2: like September. Um, and then we got a bassist. Mark Bozikis is the first one that joined us. And, you know, there was a process at some point when you're making music you have to decide between what a good fit for the band is and what a good fit for your friend circle is and that's that's what we had trouble with the most with replacing any member or switching out any member is we've loved everybody that we've worked with like everybody that we've worked with in a different member capacity like we are still friends with we still talk to you to this day Um, they're still involved with us you know but they just didn't mesh with our sound very well uh, in the long run. Uh, they they gave it their best, and they're going to be great fits in other projects, I know, for certain. Oh, yeah. It just wasn't the best fit for us. Yeah. Um, we finally got a good lineup. You know, we got we got a really solid lineup. Uh, Russ just joined us for a couple of practices here recently, and he's picking up the songs just ridiculously fast, oh, too. Oh, stupid. And adding some really cool embellishments that we were really missing before, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, our demo songs actually have our other guitarist, Shad, playing the bass for us. Yeah. Um, and Russ has learned those bass lines, but also been able to put his own take on everything, too, so far. And it's really cool to see that happen. Oh, yeah. He's yeah.
3: He's working on something stupid, crazy right now. You know, the...
2: Oh yeah! Oh man, <laughs> it's got some <laughs> like way. tap arpeggios Just on a bass. Oh. That guy is a monster.
0: All right, all right. So like, you know, it definitely sounds like I'm gonna have to maybe see if there's a part two in there because like, um, like I don't really play anymore, but one of my heroes of all time, as is most people that are into metal, is Cliff freaking Burton. Yeah. From what you're saying not to yeah. put you, not to put the stakes too high right but you know
2: oh man no russ <laughs> russ is fantastic i mean if i was going to rate him along like newer newer age metal musicians as far as bass goes like ryan martini or yeah um, oh man i i don't follow bassists very much so i can't name like 100 good basses, but well, right. the guy the guy is able to pick apart what we're doing instrumentally and figure out what we're great both with the instrumentals and with the rhythm of the song itself and able to complement both at the same time.
3: It's so, uh, it's so great. Seriously, it's, it's like I've, like I was telling you before the other day, it's like I've gotten a new energy to play, yeah, something it's, like Yeah, it's great,
2: because we've been playing most of these songs we've been playing for well over a year, you know, it's stuff that we've got ingrained into our memories, so it's at certain points the songs can get, they feel kind of stagnant, you know, they feel kind of old, but when you get somebody in there that can add a fresh take to it, that can add their own thing into it, it brings a whole new life to the song. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I,
0: you know, it's been a while since I've done any songwriting, but just just actually having guests for the podcast i can i can i can correlate that i get it because yeah. like usually i'm locked in a room somewhere yeah you know what i'm saying and yeah, so yeah you got your own
2: little outline for how everything's gonna go and it's one item after the other but yeah collaboration is the greatest that's why i could i don't think i could ever be a solo artist i could yeah. like i write a whole lot of music but not a lot of it is going to be used for Bleed the Masses, you know, and Shad does the same thing. He writes just a gobsmacking amount of music all the time, but you're only going to probably hear, I don't know, 20 to 30, maybe 40% of that in the if, music that oh, we if make that. together. If, yeah. If, if, if,
0: that. If, yeah, if that, because I know when I actually had a band actually, because I had been writing songs, like just lyrics and stuff, since I was 10, mm-hmm. before I even knew Note One. You yeah. Know? And so, like, I mean, I only did, like, 2% of the songs I ever wrote. Yeah.
2: Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) I have have probably forgotten how to play more of my own songs than I could play for you right now. Like, I have written probably in excess of 200, 300 songs in my lifetime, but I can't remember uh, maybe a third of them. (laughs) I
3: Uh, (laughs) I can't tell you how many songs I've heard. In the year and a half, a little over a year and a half, that I've known him and Shad, like the amount of music and songs and just tunes that I've heard from them that they've made has been crazy. I couldn't count.
0: On oh my God, two hands. Yeah. So Daniel, I'm noticing the Bleed the Masses, oh. wristband, wristband. Yeah, man. Is there a place to pick those up?
2: Um, message us on Facebook, yeah. guys. Um,
0: that's, that's our, our band our, page. Yep, that's What's our, the our
2: best names? line of communication right now. Um, it should have all of our, uh, it should have our band email address if you want to message us directly and you don't want to use Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we're working on getting some more merch going and setting up an online shop in the very near future. Yep. All right. So.
3: Price <laughs> oh yeah, the wristbands. They're three oh, yeah. bucks a piece. Three
2: dollars a piece. They're good solid plastic. They're, um. They're actually etched in, so the the paint's rubber. not going to rub off on you. You can take a shower with it. You can you can take it to a barbecue, just don't put it directly in the flames. You know. <laughs> they are, are they? They are. Or they what? You said right. Rubber. Oh, sorry. Plastic and rubber. Sorry, I got my oh. polymers confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: yeah, man, they're, awesome. they're they're awesome. So.
2: Um, is the demo out? No. no. Um, the demo is currently in its mix and master phase. Uh, we have I do we have a, a little bit more tracking to do on it, but not by much. It should be ready to go. Um, it should be ready to go in the fall, probably late summer. Yeah, I'm guessing probably looking at the end of July.
3: Maybe. Something like that. Yeah, end of July, early August. But we will... Uh, th- take that with a grain of salt yeah right. yeah
2: right now once we get a definite date on that we'll have it available for pre-order all that good jazz you'll be able to contact us again directly through the Facebook site um, you can always send us a comment on YouTube too if you like one of our videos or you're like and subscribe to the channel yeah you know, we're yeah, all, I've been doing
0: all right. I've got
1: a question for it yeah right. um, on the when it does finally drop is it going to be like just CD based or are you going to be like available on like iTunes or anything oh, no, like we're gonna that we're going
2: to take it everywhere we're going to try have it available on all the streaming services yeah. itunes spotify apple music google play all those good all those good jazz um and we'll be selective with what we do with youtube um i think probably well, you have to yeah i don't think they we're going to release yes. like a lyric video for every song because you know the guy did that one lyric video for us mm-hmm. and uh you know that was cool um but i don't think that we're going to do that for everyone well that's think, something you might could ask the fans to do yeah yeah, absolutely, yeah, if, if they want to check out our music, you know, I'm more than happy to post, like, official lyrics online somewhere so people don't get them wrong, if, if they want me to do that, I'm happy, I'm happy with that, I'm sure any member of the band so would that. So I would actually that.
1: want you to do that, because I'm a total lyric guy yeah. when it comes to uh, music, and there's a lot man. of fans out there who are the same yeah. way. Yeah, well, that's
2: one of the things that we're doing with the demo, too, is, uh, I'm not sure if it'll be in the demo or the full length, but we want to have, you know, an insert inside of it, excuse me. That's one thing I
1: miss when it comes to EPs and albums and stuff is the lyric sheets being included with with, them. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I would have never been able to know Lyric 1 out of Appetite for Destruction as a kid if it wasn't for the lyrics. (laughs) And
3: again, (laughs) like with nowadays, you get that whole... There's no real need for that anymore because people aren't buying near as many CDs
2: yeah. as they used to, so uh, everyone's looking everything up online Yeah. all that stuff. Um, a lot of the artists, because we, we're still fairly new to this, but we're also not complete idiots when it comes to marketing a band as a business. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot of research before we decided what we were going to do with this, so yeah. we are still obviously going to make a physical copy of the demo. <laughs> um, it will be available for purchase, I'm not sure exactly how much we're going to sell it for a piece yet. Yeah. Um. But we're using that mainly for press kits and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I would imagine press uh, kits, live shows. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I also have
1: another follow-up question yeah. to the media thing. Um, with the resurgence of vinyl here and that back and all that, with old school fans and stuff, any possibility of a vinyl? I'd say fully. Yeah, possibly. I was going to say
2: not for the demo for sure because um, it, we're just using that to try and help us get our name out to places so we have you know some professional music yeah. to send to places. Because a lot
1: of collectors and stuff love Yeah, they want that vinyl early stuff. And, they want yeah. the earliest stuff. I would like a of vinyl of our first full-length stuff. I
2: would, I would like a vinyl of it, but I don't think we have any plans for that right now. Not I know right that now. when we do make a full-length album, which isn't too far in the future, like probably as soon as we're done dropping this oh, demo yeah, and promoting it <laughs> within, <laughs> a, within a year we're going to have a pulling belt also with cover
1: drop. art and all that metal albums cover oh. art is always
2: oh yeah you've got outside. something in the works yeah um, we're not going to drop any names right now. Well, I was about
1: to say, um, I am an artist, and yeah. I am pretty good.
2: That's true. I have seen some of your work. You've seen some of my I stuff. Have. Yes, I have. Uh, that is not out of the realm of possibility. Too. Shameless folks. We'll rock over here. I'm just throwing <laughs> my name into the hat there for, you know. Yeah, we have a couple of ideas rolling around right now. We don't have anything set in stone for an album cover yet. Uh, but we do have several pieces of artwork. We did buy a set of artwork from a guy over in Indonesia. Yeah. Um, and that's the stuff you guys can see on Facebook. You know, our logo, the insignia, uh, that stuff kind of stuff. Wrist. It's it's what's on the wristband, too, that insignia that oh, comes on see. the wristband. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was made by a guy in Indonesia named Ar- Araya, I believe is how you pronounce his name. And he, yeah, dude does great work. Uh, a cool guy. Yeah, he had the logo done and sent to us probably in... Less than forty-eight hours, and it was, we were just blown away. Yeah, and uh, a
3: few people we worked with have been su- super cool. Yeah,
2: Greg. Yeah, Greg's been awesome. Greg Miller. Povey, hunger Worthy, Jamie's been awesome. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple other people we've we've solicited for. You know, we've gotten quotes and, and sketches from for album ideas, but we don't, we don't have anything set in stone just yet.
0: Oh yeah, it would. You know, I mean, you guys are still very new,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like I said, um, like, I'm not joking about this. When it comes to the lyric video and everything else, like I was telling Daniel while you guys were outside, um, like, when I hear that, I don't hear a demo. I hear something that's ready to be put on a Walmart shelf.
2: Yeah, and that's, I mean, I you know? <laughs> the quality that Greg Miller from Clovis Tongue Recordings gave to that song. It's mm-hmm. oh, like man. we've ever since we wrote Angel of Mercy we've all just been absolutely in love with that song. It's you know it's got dynamics from some of our favorite bands like it's a very kill switchy very metal for very trivium-y type of song and we all love those guys you know those are some of our favorite bands. So we've all been very stoked to play it you know it's one of our favorite guitar licks to play. Daniel gets hype every time he comes in on those cymbals you know he's banging his head coming to the (laughs) verse. oh dude Um, it's so fun i love it and it was just amazing to hear our favorite song get a whole new life like yeah yeah. and it it didn't take i mean i can't speak for greg himself he did a lot of work on it I, i i'm not an audio engineer so i don't know how much work it takes but it didn't feel like he had to change the song very much at all you know he didn't use any auto tuning or go in and reprocess the drums or make sure that the guitar pitch was perfectly on point. No, it's just about uh, layering, usually. And that was really just <laughs> on the vocals, too. Uh, but he did a really, really good job capturing the sound, is what I was really impressed with him with. Uh, you know, I, I have had trouble all my life capturing the right guitar tone, making the right sound come out of the amp to hit somebody's ear. Yeah. And Greg was just phenomenal at helping me dial in that sound and letting me figure out what was going to be good to record on a track versus what sounded cool coming out of the amplifier, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really cool process to learn, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, trust me. um, Like, that's the the style of thing I'm learning all the time. I'm wondering how much background noise is here because like you, Rebel Rock, pointed out earlier, Like, when we do the um, secret headquarters here in Evansville sessions, like, it picks up everything, so I'm hoping you guys aren't, like, muffled by the sounds of dishes, but...
2: (laughs) I think we're we're fine. Should be all right, yeah. Mm. Probably have some background noise Mm. for sure, but don't worry, folks, it's just Evansville for you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, going back to that recording stuff, like, Mm. it was was different for me going into something. Like I was I'm I was more nervous than anything. Like you can ask Chris, you can ask Shad. It's just going in, doing something new and recording and, and seeing how he set up the mics for the drums and just how everything was done and it was just yeah. It was an, a new and insightful, fun experience. Honestly. Yeah,
2: I gotta got say real quick too. That whole experience, like, let me let me just take a minute to shamelessly plug this drummer here. Um, <laughs> so, this drummer
3: that's terrible. Yeah, at this does. drummer
2: that totally plays some second-rate metal, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. yeah. second uh, metal. metal. No, yeah. we started playing with this guy a year ago, and he was playing on a four-piece jazz kit, five-piece jazz, five jazz kit. And you know, he had played drums in a punk band before, but. He had never really gone anywhere serious, you know. He hadn't played any shows or anything, and he was still super rusty. But he was dedicated, <laughs> and he had a passion for it, and he put his mind to it. And now, he is the master of time. So yeah, uh, man, I can't even begin to describe how much he's grown in just in just this year. So he played his first show, blew people away. Already um,
0: better than my drummer. Like, he actually played a show.
2: He's insane, Uh, (laughs) man. uh, We've played five shows now. Um, He's gone into his studio for the first time to record a track. And listen, when we were in... Drummers that might listen to this, when we were in the studio, we recorded three songs in three days, and he one-taked two of our songs. No, just one of them. But the other two were only in two takes. So, a total of five takes for three songs. And I one challenge one, other drummers to do that. One of them that was in two
3: takes. You know, I had the metronome going behind most of the songs. One of them that was in two takes. The second one I did had none of that going, and that's the one that.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, he played the whole song without a click track because Greg forgot <laughs> to turn it on and uh, kept, and it kept. Yep, yeah, he just played it with the guitars. Uh, the guitar is playing in the background, and he was able to keep his time well enough without the click. That—that's what you hear on the song. I mean,
0: you call me the master of time for a reason. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> all right, shameless
2: plug over. All
0: right, that's cool. That's cool. All right, I think we're probably at about a half hour. Y'all want to take a break, step outside, smoke, and everything, and figure out what we're doing? But I think we got okay. a lot of material here.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I we could. I could talk. Yeah, we could keep going too. No, I, don't have, I don't. I don't have
0: a problem with doing that. But, do. but yeah, if you <laughs> want to
2: step out and smoke. I know you haven't gotten that cigarette yeah, yet. Yeah, anyway, I haven't so got that. yet so I mean. and I'm
0: pretty sure Denny's would like to
2: get paid. Ah, money.
0: Did they? I
1: was ask. All
2: right. So should be in the outbox.
0: Sending. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Good. All right. So. We're going to wrap this up a little bit because everybody's getting tired. It's like 2 in the dang morning. That, 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 you guys weren't kidding. You can talk.
1: Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can at length. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it nice to have um, guests who actually talk?
0: I know, man.
1: It's more like... so than I do. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. More, yeah, more exactly. than I do. Yeah, exactly. Some programming notes coming up here. Uh, what's the name of the song, guys, that you're sending the,
2: the exclusive Uh, yeah there's gonna be a sneak peek of our new song Beyond Recognition it's a banger it's the song we've probably worked on the longest as a collective unit first Um, song
3: that came up when we started this whole shebang
2: yeah and the the sneak peek you guys will hear it'll give you a good good idea of the meat of the song but trust and believe there's a lot that you guys won't hear just yet that you're gonna you're gonna want to listen later on for oh yeah all right All right, appreciate
0: it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, as these truckers are coming to get food, I think it's time to wrap up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Might not be a bad idea. They might chase us out of here. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. Oh no, I don't have my lot lizard license anymore. Sorry, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, lost that yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All right. So. We we done the plugs. Any, any any
2: last minute plugs? Anything, guys? Uh, we got a show coming up in Dayton, Ohio. On when is it? June, June, June 15th. 15th. Next week Saturday. Yes, it's going to be the Battle for the Summer Slaughter or Headbang for the Road. Battle for the Summer yep. Slaughter tour. We're going up against eight different bands to get a spot on the Summer Slaughter Tours. Come show us some support, motherfuckers! There you go! Tickets! Get your Ticket tickets ass. from us. Yep, call us, get your tickets, pick them up from us. They are $20 a piece, but you get to see nine bands that you won't get the chance to see for that cheap ever again. Alright, so what? Facebook? Fleet mm-hmm. the yeah. Masses
0: Facebook? Yep, Definitely the Masses
2: Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just look us up, we're on everything. We are everywhere now. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, What is it? Omnipotent? Omnipotent? No, more just like omnipotent stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for Omnipen- sharing. Omnip- thanks for getting Omnip- notified. Talk at you later. Yeah. Present! Yeah. <laughs> That's a. has <laughs> been a while. <laughs>
4: It wasn't wasn't even a cool dog, like a Rottweiler. (laughs) It was like, no, a almost took me (laughs) off the earth. So, did you drink a lot? Did you uh, do drugs? I mean, what? Yeah, I, yes, to both. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to tell you, I, I was an ass. Really? For
0: the bulk of those years. Okay. Just and like what you mean, arrogant? Arrogant. Or what? It was just all about Phil Moon,
4: whatever Phil Moon could do to benefit Phil Moon. Okay. Uh, and I didn't care who I walked on, who I stepped on, who I angered. Have you ever passed someone on the sidewalk and wondered what their story is? What makes them tick? What makes them who they are? I'm Nathan Wade, and I'm the host of Everyone Has a Story podcast. Each week we interview an average person and explore the events that have impacted, shaped, and molded them into the individuals they are today. In this world of vicious social media rants and bitter partisan politics, we need to put the Facebook down and shut the Fox News or CNN off and take our neighbor a plate of cookies. I'm trying to do my small part here to bring people a little closer together. So grab your favorite beverage, find a comfy chair, and join me in on the conversation. Everyone has a story, releases a new episode every Monday morning. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also listen and subscribe at Everyone has a story Remember, everyone is unique, everyone has a story. What's yours?
2: legend has it in early 1900 a young lady was raped murdered and hung under the hogback bridge in hermitage pennsylvania to this day if you drive up to the bridge after midnight turn your car off leave your keys on the bridge after 5 minutes your car will not start a green light will come up from underneath the bridge towards your car or worse yet the ghost of the murdered girl is in the backseat of your car. This and many other stories can be found on Ghosts in the Valley Podcast, available on iTunes and all other downloaded sites. This is Al Cooley from Ghosts in the Valley.
1: Indie Blast Podcast Network.